Okay. This shiur is a very important one. Happy Purim. We want to talk about Adalo Yada. Should really one get, is it literally true that you need to get drunk on Purim or no? Now, the, uh, today's shiur is mostly based on one of the greatest Sephardic Chachamim, even though Klal Yisrael desperately misses Rav Chaim Kanievsky and Rav Avadia, which were two outstanding Unique Tamidah Chachamim, their knowledge of Torah was encyclopedic. And believe it or not, if it's possible, their heart was greater than their mind. Their heart, how much they cared for Klal Yisrael. But we still have some great, great Chachamim. One of them being Harav Ben Sion Mutsafi, which was a student and friend of Rav Avadia. And uh, his uh, amazing and unique Sefer called um, Purim Betzion. All his Sefarim have the name Sion in it, because his name is Ben Sion. So let's go to the Talmudic source. Talmud Bavli, um, Megillah, Davzayin Amudbet, Amar Rabbah, Mehayev Inish Lebesume Bepuraya, right? Rav, the Rava, the colleague of Abaye, that almost every page of the Talmud there, they're located, he, um, he, be careful not to kick the table. Okay. Yeah, so he says, the, um, he says that one is obligated to become besume. Besume is superficial, some hold means intoxicated, right? Now we'll see exactly what this means. And he has to become so intoxicated until he doesn't know the difference between the blessed Mordechai and cursed Haman. But the Gemara brings a very fascinating story about uh, Rabbah with a hay and Rav Zera. He says they made a Sudas Purim. They became Basumei. And guess what? He became so intoxicated, Rabbah, that he actually uh, killed by an accident his colleague Rabzera. Crazy, huh? You see how dangerous wine is from here. Uh, to, the, the following day, he was able to resurrect the dead. He prayed. So he said, come join me next week for the same Purim party. He said, no, 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 thank you. Not, such miracles don't happen every year. Right? So this is the Talmudic um, source that why we should... Now, now there's three-way machlok is how to understand this Gemara. Chacham ben Sion brings. The Rambam says that it's literal. And it seems that's how the Shulchan Aruch holds. Now what does Bisume mean? That's another machlok. You understand? So there's two levels of interpretation here. First of all, is this Gemara that says you need to drink even halacha, right? So the Rambam says, yes, it's halacha. Then there's going to be nine different opinions. What does it mean, besume, right? The Rabbeinu Ephraim says, no. This is just, you know, not a lot of what it says in the Talmud. Anybody that's Linda Alfasi, right, the riff, 
Almost 60-70% of what it says in the Gemara is not necessarily Allah. And Rabbeinu Ephraim argues on the Rambam, right? He says, this is not, uh, this is something that it says in the Talmud, but it's not what a halachic ruling that it's binding upon us to act upon it. Then you have a third shita in the Rishonim, the Rav Yoh. The Rav Yoh holds that it's only a mitzvah. It's extra credit, but you don't have to do it. Which means if you didn't do it, you're, you're a fine Jew. If you did it, you got extra. But what does besume mean? Does it literally mean get drunk? So on this, there's nine different pirushim. How to understand besume. Rashi, and interestingly enough, the Rambam in chapter 2, Halacha 15, seemed to say that this is a very specific type of drinking. Not drinking Blue Label, Johnny Walker, or um, you know some other type of thing. They they they're of the opinion that um, it's only wine. You have to use wine, and the um, Rashi says Yoter Mikte Regilo. Rashi says you don't. It doesn't mean you need to get drunk. Besume means. Have more than you usually have. So if you usually have one cup, like a French guy with his meal all the time, so have two cups or one and a half cups, you know. If you usually don't have any cups, one cup is fine, according to Rashi. This is how my Rebbe, the Rosh Hashiva Neri Saul, a great Talmud of Rav Shlomo Hyman, the previous Gedolim of Reuven, of Yaakov Moshe Kalevsky told me, I asked him, and he said, yes, I paskin like Rashi, that there's two conditions. It has to be specifically wine, Anything else, if you get drunk on beer or whiskey or God knows tequila and uh, etc. liquors, you haven't done the mitzvah. It's like you did nothing. And um, it's interesting that um, I just looked up in the Piskei Chuvis that it seems that um, this shita, that it's Bidapka wine, is also um, very important to to understand that it's not only Rashi and the Rambam, the Rakeach and the Radvaz hold that it's strictly, you have to have wine. Okay? Other postkim don't hold like this, but you have four major great uh, postkim. And Rashi is definitely a poisek also. That hold it. The only way to do this mitzvah is with what? With um, with wine, and nothing else. So the um, the the, the second issue becomes that. Others hold the one of the great Rishonim that wrote a, one of the most important um, commentaries on the Sidur, the Abu Draham, Rab David Abu Draham. Oh, I'm sorry. The most important thing that we pass in like is the Rambam. The Rambam says does not mean get drunk. Similar to Rashi, has he's, the Rambam says have more than you usually have. So you fall asleep when you're asleep. You don't know the difference between who, right? When you're in La La Land, Divrei La La sleeping. Do you know the difference between Mordechai and Haman? No. So the Ramah asks Paskins like this. Rav Moshe Israelis Paskins like this. Um, 
the the issue is is that I forgot to mention this, but I want to mention it now. In my humble opinion, the reason why the Gemara and other a lot of the Mefarshim say this, um, the reason why the Gemara brings the story of Rabbah and Rabzera that one was, you know, either you could understand it that the Miri says that he didn't murder him. He just gave him so much to drink that he was like he was a dead man. He was so drunk, right? So when you're not able to function and like Davin, Arvit, for example, and right? It's like you become, there's a certain halakhic status that you're not, you know, a drunk person is not allowed to Davin. So the Mi'iri and other Mefarshim say, it doesn't mean chas shalom that what, two of the greatest rabbis of the Talmud, one killed the other one? He says no. They were just having too much fun under the sun, and he he, he made him sick to the to, to his stomach, right? And some people, when they you see it in yeshiva, when they drink too much, they throw up, right? And they're not functional, so that's what happened. And it's it it, but but in, in my opinion, the Gemara brings this chayv lebesume, right, to get intoxicated, and then brings this story. I think that the, the Gemara is telling you something very important. And that is that this mitzvah is not every other mitzvah. You have extreme caution and carefulness and meticulousness has to be done because especially now that we have drunk drivers and I know personally, God forbid, two people that passed away in Baltimore, the yeshiva in Israel doesn't let um, people drink the night of Purim for this reason. On campus, somebody passed away. So you're de- dealing with fire. Yeah, yeah, he was, they got in a crash and... Somebody on Park Heights in Baltimore. My brother-in-law knew personally Rabbi Eli. So, but, the Abu Draham says a, um, a third and fourth shot. One means that you should drink so much that you don't, this is a more, maybe the Hasidim hold this way, you drink so much that you don't know the difference between um, Mordechai and uh, Haman. He brings another Purush that says, no, it's a much lower bar of drinking. The gematria, believe it or not, this is so beautiful, of Arur Haman and Baruch Mordechai is the same. Did you know that? Oh. Both of them equal 502. So you could go have some homework. So he says, you have to be so drunk that you can't make the calculation that how to add up in your mind. You can't calculate the numerical values of Arur Haman and Baruch so if you had that much, the Avadram says you were Yaitse. The Taz, which is one of the greatest commentaries on the Gemara, he was a Levi, he says that this is nothing to do. You just drink a little. This is talking about a more um, spiritual thing. What, what it's talking about is that um, you, you, you drink so much that you get on a spiritual high that Alken You should be so thankful and grateful to Hashem. You should be so jolly and merry that not only that you, you recognize that God destroyed Haman, but also realize that he transferred the power, which means it's a double thing to our benefit, right? The enemy got destroyed, annihilated. But secondly, don't forget 
that also what happened is, who became the prime minister, like Yosef was for Paro? History repeated itself, right? We got Mordechai as the president and prime minister of what? All of the Persian Empire, which is of extreme. So if you're on such a jolly mood, the Marsha explains, He says no. Marsha says another try. He says this doesn't mean getting drunk. It just means that you, you get on such a spiritual high, obviously the drinking is the trigger, right? Because it makes you jolly and merry. That's no question. That you don't know, and I want to read it inside, that Shalom Yadaim Sekharoshal Mordechai Gadol, who's, who has, who had a bigger reward? Mordechai? Or whose punishment, right? Like, let's say one to hundred. Was Mordechai from a Richter scale, right? From a scale to one to hundred. How big was Mordechai's reward and how bad was Haman's punishment? So if you can't, if that's unassernable, then you've drank it enough. The Marshas is another pshat. Adelu Yoda means Talmidei Chacham are allowed to a little bit change their subject regarding their bedroom matters. The Gemara says there's a few things that Talmidei Chacham is allowed to change the subject and a little bit say a white lie, you know. To change it, not to say outright lie. And he says, this is another thing. He says they could claim to their colleagues that, oh yeah, I did get, um, a little bit intoxicated, even if they didn't. That's what it means. It means that, and the final two pshatim is the Svasemes, the great Gebre Rebbe. He says that you have to drink so much that if they ask you how many cups you had, you can't recollect. <laughs> so, as long as you don't know if you had three or four or five, you know, doesn't mean they're saying to get drunk, right? You, you kind of lose the calculation of the numbers, right? That's how they understand the Besume. And the final shot is the Yad Ephraim. He's one of the main, Rab Margolius, he's one of the main Mepharshim on the Shulchan Aruch on the side. He says, Ad, the Lo'ad Bechlal. Anybody that's known, learned the Gemara in Brachot, right? It means you should get near. You should get on a, you should drink so much that you get high, you get near getting drunk, but not literally drunk, right? Ad ad bichlal. You understand? So these are the nine different uh, ways of understanding it. One of the greatest, um, I wanted to bring down amongst many of the other ideas is the uh, great, great, um, Sephardi Posek that was very, very sharp, the Prichadash. The Prichadash says that he brings the Rabbeinu Ephraim, right? We said, so let's review. There's a three-way machlok and how do you even understand if this is halacha, the Gemara, right? Ramam says yes, Rabbeinu Ephraim says no. Rav Yas says it's a mitzvah, but you don't have to do it, right? That's the three-way machlekes. Now the Prichadash argues on the on the Rabbeinu Ephraim and says it doesn't make sense that the because if that wasn't halacha, then why did they get so drunk that either one murdered the one killed the other or he got sick, right? That he wasn't right. And he said, "I'm not going to come to your party next year, buddy." Rav Zera told Rabbah, and he says, "You know, miracles don't happen every day." 
So the Prichadash, by the way, does hold that the Gemara is literal, not like the Me'iri, right? That it literally, one of the rabbis passed away and he got resurrected from the dead. So he says that they fi- they figured out the hard way, <laughs> the terribly hard way, that what? First of all, it's clear from the Gemara that it was their custom to get drunk, right? You see... Right? But they realize that it's very dangerous. And that's what the pre-Chadash holds. The Gemara is bringing a proof that it does mean like the Rambam, right? That it means that they really got what? That is halacha. Or else why would Rabbah, Rabbah, I'm sorry, and Rabbah Zera actually in their Su'uda. Yeah. So, but the, um, so he means the pre-Chadash says that it's literal. But guess what? The Prichadash says, now that we're corrupted, our, he says, I'll read it for you verbatim. He says such an important thing. And if he says they were corrupted three, four hundred years ago, what do we say now? Oh, he says, He says, now that we live in a corrupt society, we should not paskin like the Rambam. This is not halacha. We should go like Rabbeinu Ephraim, that this is not halacha. It's just a Talmudic statement, Right? He says the only thing you should drink is a little bit more than you drink on Yom Tov, right? So let's say on Sukkot, your minhag is to drink what? One cup, drink two cups, right? And he says, your yotzel yedei chovato. Now I want to say, it says, uh, since your kavanas l'shem shamayim, the frikha the basically is saying is, Rabbeinu, for our purposes in today's day and age, 400 years ago, the Rabbeinu Ephraim is... Gan's fine, right? He's enough of a great Rishon that we should follow his thing. And he says you should only drink a little. He says because we don't want any harm to happen to people. We don't want, right? Accidents only happen once, like my father-in-law says. And we don't want people to get injured or die. As I told you, there was two cases in Baltimore that happened. And everybody should share this shear with everybody so you could um, be, be more careful. And he says, So I, I, I just want to say something here, which is very important to understand. It seems that we Sfaradim, as Rabbi Chacham uh, Ben Sion Mutsafi says, and Rabbi Vadya Yosef brings, and Rabbi Yitzchak Yosef brings in the Yalkut Yosef here, it, said, it seems that we follow the Rambam, Rabbi Vadya writes. But if the Prichash is writing that they were corrupted 400 years ago and they didn't have cars. Guys, the greatest ammunition, you know how many people a year die from drunk driving? So if the Prichash was saying 400 years ago and they didn't have cars that we shouldn't be very careful and we shouldn't even go like the Rambam and this is not even a halacha and just drink a little bit more than you do on Yontif. So, right, that you just get a little bit jolly and a little bit um, more than... And really Rashi says that, right? What would he say about now? That we actually, we know for a fact that accidents happen, people are driving, common sense is not common anymore. The words of the Prichadash, you know my friend, are magnified a thousand times, if not a million times, right? Because you're literally doing a fire. Guys, there's a concept that we're going to end off this year with, Kasha Even if you do the worst sinister sin, you could always do tshuva. But if you lose your life, 
Nobody's like Rav Zera that could he resurrect the dead, right? Rav and Rav Zera, right? We don't definitely don't have people like that in our generation. So finally, let's we were we're going to end up this year with two concepts, uh, and we'll call it a day. Rav Mazuz clearly says in Halachabet in Purim Besion that the custom of the Svardim was to never get drunk. They would just drink like the Rambam says to what? Yoter midei, drink more than you commonly do. Until you go to what? Sleep. Rav Avadia says the same thing. And even the Mekubalim would not drink a lot. As uh, Rabbi Mutsafi's father was Rav Salman Mutsafi, he was the head of all the Kabbalists of Betel. So he was like Rav Kaduri of our generation. He was a very big Mekubal. Uh, he says his father only drank a little like the Rambam. And after he benching Birkat Amazon, he went and had a nap, like half an hour. And then, you know, parenthetically, you know, according to the Ben Ishchai and Kabbalah and Arizal, you should have the meal in the morning. It's more like a brunch. So he said we would have the meal like 10 till 11. 11, uh, 10.30 would go to sleep. And then um, he would go to shul and learn the whole day till the night. Wow. So the Mekubalim, Rabbi Mutsafi's father would basically take a nap from like 10.30 to 11. 11 till Mincha time he would learn the whole day. Uh, and um, the um, the Mi'iri brings down this idea that Chayav Adam Le'arbot B'Simcha B'Yom Zeh, right? One of the most joyous and merry days of the Jewish year is the Purim, right? And the, the Mi'iri writes this. And he says, you should have such an extravagant meal that it shouldn't, anything that you, you, your heart desires shouldn't be missing there, right? It should be a festive meal like Shabbos. And the Chachila, you should have bread in the meal. But the Mi'iri clearly says what the Prichadai says. He says, we were not commanded to get drunk, right? Because drunkness, is the biggest sin, like the Orchos Chaim Rosh says. One of the Rishonim, right, says that it's a big sin to get drunk. And you do idiotic and silly things and foolish things when you're drunk. And that, and that doesn't bring you to love of Hashem. So, um, I'm just gonna finish off with two ideas and I just want to say something from my Rosh Hashiva. I know for a fact that my Rosh Hashiva, Rav Yaakov Moshe Kalevsky would not get drunk because he told me that you just drink more but then I asked my, then the following Rosh Hashiva Shlita, Rav Aaron Feldman, he told me even something more amazing. I went and gave him Mishlach Manot when he, when he was having his Purim Soda, and guess what he told me? He said that he was by Rav Shach one year, another year he was by Rav, when he was living in Baltimore, he was by Rav Ruderman, the founder of Neri Soda, Abodes Alevi, and by the Stipler. So three, three, and he said none of them got drunk. Because I asked him, I said, Rosh Hashiva, why aren't you not drunk? He was, he had washed, and he said, what do you mean? I was by the greatest of great. The Rosh Hashiva, Ner Yisrael, the Balavay de Salevi, Talmud of Slabotka, right? Created one of our uh, most prestigious yeshivas. And Rav Avadia's son, in the Yalkut Yosef, Rav Yitzchak Hacham Yitzchak Yosef, writes the same thing, that he says his father, father's custom was like who? Like the Rambam. And the bottom line is, I saw something so cute from the uh, one of the great Gedolim. It's so sad, my dear friends, that so many of our precious Gedolim have passed away, especially in Bnei Brak. There's no more of Chayim. His yard side is Ankurim. But Rav Avadi would say about Rav Mazuz, one of the great Gedolim, 
that he should live to 120 years. His uh, sister is actually one of my best, best friend's uh, mother-in-law. The, um, the, I'm sorry, aunt, his, his father-in-law married Rav Mazuz's sister. So Rav Mazuz, Rav Avadi would say, Al-Tazuz mi Mazuz. <laughs> right, don't go away from what Mazuz, he's such a chacham, right? So Rav Mazuz says, who said the last chapter of Shulchan Aruch is, did you know the last chapter of all the four books of Shulchan Aruch, what's about? You shouldn't do dangerous stuff. And the last halacha of Shulchan Aruch, I'll read it for you, is what? This is chapter Taf Chaf Zayin. Any, any pitfall, any danger like having a pool without a fence, or anything that could put your life in danger, and definitely getting drunk is one of it, drink, drunk driving, so that for sure. Thank God we have Uber now. Maybe that's one positive thing about the smartphones. Friends don't let friends drive, drive drunk. People have died. Please, guys. He says it's one of the positive commandments of the Torah, to take away the pitfall like a, a, a roof without a fence, right? So people could fall off the roof. And he says, yeah, the Torah says, right? So Rab Mazuz makes a beautiful point in his shir this week. He was giving him B'nai Brak. He said, what happened? The day of Purim? This one of the 613 commandments that's practical today goes out the door. And he was so mad. He says there's a custom that a lot of people do internationally that a lot of yeshivas go collect on the day of Purim. You know that, right? Yeah, of course. And sometimes, you know what happens? The rich guy says, oh, for every shot of vodka you take, I'll give you an extra $100. So he says what? You're going to put your, you know, too much alcohol could shut down your liver and kill you. So Rav Mazuz says, what happened? There is no heter to... It doesn't say anywhere in the Torah or Shulchan Aruch or the Rambam or any in Shas and Poiskim that just because it's Purim, you don't have to watch your, your life. As the last halach of the Shulchan Aruch says, We have to be extremely vigilant to keep ourselves alive and not do dangerous stuff. And he says, if you, God forbid, you are careless... You went both against the positive commandment of Ushmatem and and you went against the negative commandment of the Lotasim Damim, right? God doesn't want blood to be spilt, you know, on our account. But what, what I'm trying to tell you is, Rav Mazuz says, who told the Yeshiva Bakrim for a hundred dollars or a hundred shekel they should put their life in danger, right? It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's wrong. There's another Siman in Yoredeya. Kuftet Zayin, which is devoted entire chapter of Shulchan Aruch of dangerous stuff that we're not allowed to do. Wow. Like we're not allowed to drink water that was left outside because a snake may have poison. And then all, and then Rav Ovadia, a lot of people don't know, the Kapachayim, Rav Ovadia wrote the last few pages. So Rav Ovadia brings um, 30 to, 20 to 30 pages. The Gemara is chock full of warning you that X, Y, Z, A to Z, different things could put you in danger. So, unfortunately, common sense isn't common to, so common, so we need to spell this out 
Yeah. In the most clear way. Uh, the conclusion is, is that most people have to understand that our custom of the Svaradim and the Lithuanian Gedolim was not to get drunk. It's very dangerous to get drunk. May Hashem keep everybody safe. And on Yom Kippur, you could get to, Arizal says, to a higher level through love of God and real simcha, not being a drug addict type of alcoholic simcha, right? Like alcoholism simcha, to a higher level than even Kippur. Because one is from love, one is from fear, and love and light is much greater than fear.